What's going on everyone? It's me Shantae here with Chronic Illness. What's your superpower? Um, thank you guys for tuning in with me again. I am so excited. Look at this. Two episodes in one week. Yay me, right? <laughs> but um so this episode is gonna be a little bit different um because I'm gonna be actually reading to you guys. I hope you guys do not mind this. But um yeah, I think it was I think this is this this is honestly um through the last year and a half one of the most awesome awesome one of the most awesome things I've ever I've been a part of um with everything here with dealing with um cure malformation and uh, having a spinal hemangioma and out of everything it's moments like this that um really do my heart make my heart smile um so those of you that do not know i was a part of a project um that is near and dear to my heart um and it's a book so i thought that this is so awesome uh, i'm just, I, I gotta be honest y'all to look down to see myself in a book um about to be able to talk a little bit about um, what we talk about here all the time, and for those of us that are um, um, that you are on my Push Past the Pain um, Instagram, and just that you guys are part of uh, the chronic um, illness community, um, you know, to be able to share and really shed light um, on your story, it it brings you joy because it makes you understand that somebody either out there understands and they you know they need to hear your story that's why i i do this because um um it's important that that we understand that our story is important too and a lot of people don't understand us so when we get an opportunity to share something i always i should just say i encourage you just to do it because you never know one person might be dealing with suicide and depression and I talk about that um not necessarily a lot but <clears throat> last year I I battled with suicide really really heavily um and trying to navigate my new way of living in my life and so um the things that's helped me the most is prayer has helped me and talking about it. So I got, that's why I say, y'all, I created a whole nother Instagram and I'm doing this because this is healing to me. And so if there's something that I say that is um, helping you, let me know because I will bring you up on here to, to share your story. And I always say that because somebody does care and somebody else is going through it and they feel alone. So let's talk about it. So I got the opportunity to do that. Um, the name of the book is called Chronically Empowered. Um, it was created by Jessica Kasich. Um, and also she's a CEO of the publishing company that, that publishes Awesome Project. Um, the publishing comp company is Image We Publishers. They have an Instagram. Um, and um, and it was also illustrated by Julia uh, Berto. So they they both have uh, uh, Instagrams. Um, the Instagram I know for Julia um, is at the Chronically Honest. Um, in the beginning of the book, I thought it was so, so amazing um was they um they have medical uh, something called my medical musing it's a it's a it's a story of love laughter faith hope living with a rare disease so there's an app and this is written by samantha mo um samantha most um and so they had different things here in the beginning um that 
that tell you there there's also a website um that they also talk about in here let me find it because i thought it was pretty interesting um they talk about they give you opportunity if you want to become an author and publish your own art your own book um as well so y'all look into them it's called image publishers and so i was trying to find okay here it is so um somebody um a young lady um she has a website called chronically uh chronic it's called chronically chick boutique chronicallychickboutique.com and i looked on there they have some very helpful things like real cool like uh designer canes and and just stuff like that that you may need um like um different type of uh, i think it was like um uh, medical supplies and stuff like that that we need but it's chic you know it's real cute and um and stuff so y'all should look into that um so yeah so um the beginning of the book um which i'm not gonna read this part um they have a poem it's called my invisible fear um which a lot of you guys know that a lot of us that deal with um chronic illness diseases and stuff like that um we call it um we always say invisible disease because a lot of times when you see me on the outside, I look fine to most people. But then when they come in my house or they're around me for like a couple of hours, they begin to see me stretching my head back. They begin to see me doing things. They begin to see me, um, my husband rubbing my back or they'll begin to see me using my cane, just different stuff like that. And they're like, oh, okay, something something's going on you know because all of us do not wear our our stuff um our uh our illness on the outside so so what i thought was beautiful about this book what which i said is called chronically empowered and what is so beautiful about this book it was 65 different um people that were chosen to share their story and i happen to be one of them um and some of these people have ms some of these people um they're dealing with um like endometriosis just different things um i i believe somebody else was in here um let me see i'm gonna tell you guys a few of these so yeah we have ms we have um i want to tell y'all um Okay, so something called this disatony. I'm, I'm gonna spell it out, y'all, because some of these things, y'all know, diagnoses are weird looking worse, but D Y S T O N I A. Um, so this guy, his name is Tom, he talks about that. Um, it's just so many different things that I, I thought I was looking at it and I was like, wow, okay, uh, gastro paralysis. Um, so, and, and this is the thing, and I always say this, it's very important. And if you guys want to get a copy of this book, you can purchase this book from me um, to support me and support the podcast and stuff like that. Um, just let me know. But um, also, I thought that because and one of the reasons why I said about purchasing this book is because you never know. If that what you could be dealing with something and living with something and you don't even know about it and then you start reading this book and you're like oh my god this kind of sound like me you know I need to get this checked out um, um okay so another one um, they talk about um, it's a 
a late young lady named Annie. And her story is about Eleanor, Eleanor's Danos, EDS. That's how I know it is. And a lot of us who, um, EDS, um, syndrome is something that a lot of us that have TR, we have been impacted and affected by that disease as well so yeah it's so much different things in here so the cover is really 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 cute um i love it they have somebody um that has like a a bag um you know how they people have to um have their colon and stuff like that i forgot what that um illness is called um i knew somebody with it i can't think about it but if it comes to me i will say it um uh somebody in the wheelchair somebody just standing up they just look normal just standing up with their clothes on but you have no idea what they do with so okay so i love how they did the book um they they read our stories and when we submitted our stories we had a certain time and uh you give there's different sections and so the sections um after the introduction it starts with i am resilient i am deserving i am capable you have the i am worthy section i am powerful i am ever evolving i am determined i am strong i am a warrior and conclusion section and so your girl was put in i am resilient so thought that was so cool um because i i think we were y'all let me tell y'all something I, I honestly um i honestly don't remember a whole lot um about when i remember when i wrote this story when i wrote my story at the time i believe this particular week i couldn't get off my off my side that was the only way that i could get a little bit of relief i was not able to walk around much um i needed my cane i was really dizzy so i remember kind of popping in and out trying to write exactly from where i was so you guys are about to hear and see this and i have moments like this here um a lot a lot 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 um today i am doing very hmm I am, I'm pushing for it. How about that? You know, I'm pushing for it. Um, so anyway, um, so, okay. Um, it starts by, um, I put, they have a little quotes that I said and that I wrote that are highlighted out. So I'm going to read, um, where it says about Shantae. Um, I it just said Shantae, um, see Haywood is a Houston, Texas native who has been known to push past many challenges in her life while achieving her goals through her faith. With the help of God and her family, she has been overcoming her battle with a rare brain disease. Shantae hopes to bring encouragement to others through her story of strength and resilience. Um, has my um, Instagram tag on there. This is before I did the push and pass the pain. Um, but it has my um, at Shantae underscore Haywood3 um, instagram tag and then under my picture um this was something that i wrote it says those days you want to give up just know you're not alone stay strong um y'all I'm, I'm all about that um trying to encourage us the best way i can because this is how i encourage myself um okay so like i said um at the top it says i am resilient shanta haywood so this is the part of the book where i was added and so i'm gonna go ahead and dive in and get started into what i into what i wrote um Okay, so it says, hello, my name is Shantae Haywood. I'm 32 years old. Before my illness took over, I was a part of the registration department, working 12-hour shifts in the emergency room. I gave everything I had to my job, but it took a lot out of me. I remember days after long hours of trying to do everything I could for my patients. When my shift ended, I would, end, I would have to go down to the ER and sign in. 
because I could hardly stand. That is true right there. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I'm trying not to cry, y'all, reading this. <laughs> Man. Um, talk about embarrassing and the judgment. Mm. When dealing with a chronic illness, you're constantly pleading your case. How many of y'all feel that way? You know, you you feel like you're constantly pleading your case. That's That's been the story of my life um, these past couple of years of my life. Um, every time I go to the ER, I feel like I'm pleading my case. And, it, and it's very, very overwhelming. And so I, I, I say um, you're constantly pleading your case. And all you want to do is to be at home resting after giving all you had to your job. But before my illness got to where it is now, it started back in 2013 when I was in school for medical billing and coding. I had a teacher who worked in worked for MD Anderson Cancer Center here in Houston, Texas. She started noticing that some days I would look like I was in pain. Well, I wouldn't say much about it to anyone, but I was having a lot of numbness and pain running down my left leg. Um and so on this part right here, y'all, that's that is that part of my story. That's really where everything began uh, for me. I remember I, I literally wouldn't I really wouldn't say nothing to anybody because I just had been I was just dealing with it. I never thought it could be anything, to be honest. So I think that's why I didn't say anything. But um, I, I, I said here every day she would ask me, hey, have you gone to the doctor for that yet? And I would always respond. No, not yet. About two weeks had passed. She came up to me and she said, I think you need to go to the doctor. So I went to the ER because that day it was hurting me so bad. They told me that I had a that I had sciatic nerve and there was nothing they could do for me. So I just left it alone. About a year had passed and I was still having the pain. But now it was in my back as well. I just got to pause right there. It's so frustrating, and this is one of the reasons why I share all that I can share. Because, you know, I think in the medical field, we are broken in a lot of ways. The medical field is broken in a lot of ways. People got into the medical field because they loved it or they loved, they wanted to help people. And I really feel like people need to go back to that. Doctors need to go back to that. I get that, especially now that COVID is here. If you go to the ER and you're dealing with it and you deal with a chronic illness or you have, you know, a disease that you deal with, they pretty much just act like they can't help you, you know, and, and, and every now and then you'll go to an ER and if you, depending on who the doctor is, they see and they want and they'll um, help you, you know, in and, and, and way that they can or they'll show love and compassion towards you. But um, we don't deserve to be turned away. And I was turned away. And that's why I was like, man, I should have never even went to the doctor, you know, and that's how I was thinking that day. Okay, so I'm going to resume. So she said, I, I said, I went to the hospital for, so I went to the hospital for back pain. After my CT scan, they came into the room and told me that I have a spinal tumor. And when it came into the room, y'all, another pause, because <laughs> I'm going re to reiterate where I can to break down more elaborate on the story. So when they came into the room, me and my husband was sitting there. Now, mind you, I had let some years pass from that time that I had that imaging. And they came in the room and I was like, oh, yeah, you got a um, a tumor. And just because it was a hemangioma, people believe the hemangiomas don't cause any pain. But that is a lie from the pits of hell. 
I'm going to tell you like that. If anybody tell you that and you have a hemangioma on your spine, I can only speak about your spine. It is nothing like the hemangiomas that's on people's bodies. And you see, it hasn't. it's nothing like that. The hemangioma on my spine, you guys, has done a number to my back. So don't let anybody tell you that. You fight for what you believe um, and for what you know. So I'm going to resume. So I said, they came into the room and told me that I have a spinal tumor. I started to have a lot of tests done on my back, all kinds of injections and biopsies. Then I found out it was something called a vertebrae hemangioma. I put here, honestly, if it wasn't for my family and my, hus my, my family and my husband rallying around me with support and love, I don't know where I would be. And that is, man, that's so, that's, that is so true. Um, these type of tumors are normally found in the vertebrae on accident or a benign, but because mine is so big, it's very painful and it has recently grown and broken a bone in my back and it is pressing on other nerves, which is causing so many issues. I went about six years without any tests because nobody knew how to help me and my body couldn't take any more tests. It had become overwhelming. I recall having needles and drills going into my back while I was woke. While I was while I was while I was woke one time too many. That was excruciating. I remember screaming for help while they tried to get pieces of my bone. More and more I wanted to die. So I started seeing a pain management doctor because for a lot of days I couldn't get out of bed. I had went through a season where I, I couldn't I couldn't do anything much kind of like the season I am now but um you know I do have pain management and I get injections and whatever I can now you know with my insurance and stuff going on um I, I it's kind of like a pause um and I'm trying to get better doctors but um when this they my story is kind of told backwards I talked about where I was in a medical field and and stuff like that to where things had changed. But when I went back to 2013, um, this is what was happening around that year and all the way up until now. And so I, I had a lot of tests done and a lot of stuff was just like torture. And so I couldn't get out of bed. I didn't even really know nothing about pain management. I, the doctors, nobody would help me. Nobody offered me anything. Um, not muscle relaxes, nothing really. And I was just kind of, I remember there was a season where I lived with my mom, my family, um, me and my husband. And my husband would get it for work. And I would just lay there all day long. And I felt so depressed. I literally could not get out the bed at all. And I just dealt with that until I couldn't, until somebody came to me and said, hey, you might need to see pain management. And then I was just like, okay. <laughs> so, um. So anyway, so I says, even now, there there are a lot of days I can only lay on my side because the pain and pressure is too much for me to sit on my tailbone. And that is still current to this day. Um, most of the time, I wake up already in horrible pain and my husband has to move me to the couch. Um, it says, many days I want to give up. My body feels weak as the pain tries to take over. But I thank God for strength. Honestly, if it wasn't for my family and my husband rallying around me with support and love, I don't know where I would be. Um, 
and I, I'm saying this part again because they kind of take, like I said, certain things. Um, they take and they bold it up, but I probably didn't say it at that point. They just make it. I guess they really like that quote, so that's why they draw attention to it. <clears throat> so I said, so at the beginning of this year, my doctor wanted me to see a neurosurgeon. I went to him. I went to him and I had some tests done. I was just praying he would be able to help me or at least remove remove it. But then on my brain MRI, he found that I had a brain disease called Chiari malformation. This is when your cerebellum is smaller than it's supposed to be or deformed. When this happens, it crowds your brain because of too much pressure. Then the lower part of the cerebellum, the tonsil, tries to adapt and it turns and, and in turn gets displaced into the top part of your spinal canal. But I'm um, but it's but I put um, the doctors told the doctor told me that he believed this condition is more important to treat and that it will help me even with even with my spinal pain. So at that point in time, you know, I had been getting all these tests done about my spine, my spine, my spine. But all the while, I even have proof in my medical records that doc that the people that I was seeing in the beginning they saw that I had KR malformation, um, but nobody really never said anything about it. I didn't know what that was. They just it was nothing. And then boom, I go to this doctor and he's just like, "No, this is this is the real issue. Don't worry about that tumor." So it goes. Um, so I said so on April twenty first, twenty twenty, I had brain surgery. And two bones removed out of my neck, which is called a craniectomy and a laminectomy. And my life has changed ever since. As of right now, I'm not able to work anymore or drive. It's a battle every day, honestly. God has been my help. When I want to give up, when I want to give up, I've joined a support group on Facebook that has helped me so much. And, and remind me that I'm not alone. I've, I've met some... I've met some of the people who who have had the same procedures as me and they have been so supportive. I think it's so important to have a community. I'm still going through tests every ever so often and trying to make sure that my surgery was a success. I am also hopeful of finding another doctor to help me with the tumor, but I'm still here. And every day I get up, I remember I must have a purpose. If I'm still here, I just hope my story shows strength and resilience. If there's one thing I could do, it would it would if there's one thing I could do in this life, it would be to travel. I know I could do it now. I know I I could do it now, but I have fears that I wouldn't be able to enjoy myself. What if I get stuck in my in my hotel room because of my back pain or pain in my skull that won't let me get out of bed? I want to do many things like plus size modeling and even YouTube. But lately, it's been challenging to push through life. I'm pouring scriptures into myself daily and pray. And I pray that the Lord helps me hold on. And so um, my last quote, I said, that's my prayer for everyone out. So that's my prayer for everyone out there dealing with something chronic. Those days you want to give up, just know you're not alone. Stay strong and know that you're greater than your story, that this is just a chapter in your life's book. 
and one day you will look back and see what it was all for keep up the fight warriors and that y'all is the end of what i um, was able to share and write in this beautiful book i hope you guys enjoyed this reading um and i hope um i'm really clear enough for you guys to understand um i want to encourage y'all share your story um make sure that you find community to help you um like i said if you've seen on instagram I, I was even i had the honor of this year for um kiara malformation awareness which was in september to be a part of the parade um my husband walked for me um and um i also was honored in that and and things like that is what it's all about because we got to get our strength somehow and when i see stuff like that um a few of my family members came and um man i was so grateful for the event um because they were able to see what it was like to have kiari malformation i had somebody tell me um and, I, and i'm gonna end here but i had somebody tell me when when i knew when i realized that I wasn't going to be able to go back to work. That my body just isn't the same uh, yet. And um, I had somebody tell me, you just need to go ahead and go back to work. I mean, it took you a long time to get the job you had. You can't afford not to. And that's the truth. I really can't afford not to work. <laughs> I mean, who can? But I just can't right now. And that hurt me. And I realized at that moment when that person told me that, they don't understand. They think that I'm just dragging this on but this is my life and so when my family and friends got to see um you know and everybody didn't get to come because you know COVID and stuff but when they got to see y'all what it was like in the illustrations and the things it just helped me so much and that day I felt so bad but I was like I gotta press forward because I need people to understand that this is not just something you know, you had a surgery, you had to be better. No, you know, there's no cure. This is my life. You know, this is my husband's life now. And um, so that's why I said, open your mouth, share your story. If people get tired of hearing it, oh, well, create, create a, an environment where people want to hear it. There's somebody out there that's dealing with what you're dealing with, and they want to hear all about your experience because they want to know that they're not alone. That's what I had to realize. That's why I created this, Pushing Past the Pain, because now you can choose. If you follow me, then you know I'm going to talk about my illness. If you don't want to hear it, then don't follow me. And that's just what it is, and I mean it in the most kindest way because I have to be able to share my life. This is my journey, and I have to talk about it. Because if I don't, it's just all built up inside of me, you know? So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this reading. Um, if you guys want to read the entire book, it's some awesome stuff in here. Um, make sure that you guys, you can um, message me. And I can direct you guys on how to get your own copy of Chronically Empowered. You guys be blessed. And until next time.